0: Activate the time portal. Land before time, land. Land before time, land.
1: From the Cretaceous to the Jurassic and From the Great Green Valley to the Big Big Water This land was made for time and land.
2: Welcome to Land Before Time Land, the podcast where we watch every single Land Before Time film and talk about them. All hundred of them. All one (laughs) hundred of them. I'm Chris Nebergall. Uh, With me is Madeline May. And joining us in Land Before Time Land uh, is uh, our dear friend, uh, former news editor at Joblo.com, current news editor at... Uh, arrow in the head, also an accomplished stand-up comedian and filmmaker, ladies and gentlemen, Damian Damaski. Hello, I'm glad to be here. Glad to be here in Land is
3: that
2: right? Yeah, so having... The having worst theme park no. Having, having stepped through the time stream with us to... Oh, is that, uh, is that the gimmick? Okay, oh no! Okay, well, we're <laughs> here now. Oh. Well, it's
1: not... We're kind of like in the space between dimensions. Oh, uh, okay, looking yeah. So we Skull stuff. It's right. not like, oh no, here's a dinosaur. That would be stupid. We're clearly <laughs> between... More sophisticated than that, We're, we're clearly between dimensions. We're like a pocket
3: universe. Okay. Keep right. up. I'm, yeah. try, I'm, try, I'm trying Dang, to know the My do
2: you the
3: podcast. Lord. I know you didn't we pay actually, attention
2: we... during the physics lecture when we oh, invited yeah,
3: yeah. you. Yeah. I, I was already, I was already like half asleep after watching this fucking movie. So like,
2: <laughs> so so, Damien, what is uh, what is your prior experience with the Land Before Time film? All right,
3: so actually this is interesting because I I think I've talked to you guys about this off off mic, but like I uh, so I grew up, um, going to Denny's a lot with my family. They had a uh, a Tuesday like free kids meal every Tuesday. And they would have the land before time themed placemats. I remember and that. Like, and every time you would go, we would see like, oh, is there a third one? Oh, is there a fourth? is there a twelfth one? Like every single time. So this is every single. So
2: time. Denny's has been in an ongoing promotion deal with Land Before Time for the entirety of the franchise.
3: Pretty much, as far as I mean, I mean, I don't know when it stopped because I stopped around maybe I don't know when like Land Before Time seven came out. I think that was the last time I was I looked young enough to pull it off. before right. they started So so you
1: <laughs> mainly understand Land Before Time in 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 uh, like a children's menu content. Pretty much, yeah. Where you like, you, for you, like you're probably like watching the movie, thinking like, "Where are the chicken nuggets? Where are the? Uh, well, where's I, the soda? I,
3: I know how I know how like promotions work. I wasn't watching like Sonic being like, oh, where's the? We're, why, we're, why is he eating Burger King? <laughs> like, I mean, like I understand or Jack in the Box. I, it's surprising not Sonic. That's what pisses me off. I like that you Sonic. corrected
2: yourself. Like you've got it
3: in your head, <laughs> like you like you know exactly. Like Sonic wait, wait, did. hold on
1: a second. Where where did Sonic eat? Yeah. Where 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 were,
3: where were his toys? Damn it. So but when it comes to actually actual movie i remember i remember loving that movie i used to watch that a lot um and you know i got i cried you know when the mom died and all that stuff like that so it's a, it's a great movie i remember the second movie and hating it I that that is a musical hey that they had the, the villains were dumb I well ook- that's
1: that's a perfect segue into the reason why we're all here today which is to talk about uh the land before time three the time of the great giving uh this movie uh opens up in space, much like Land Before Time 2. Or no, no, it
3: opens up to a painting that the camera slowly zooms exactly, on no like It's
1: somehow worse uh, animation than Land Before Time 2's All opening, which these was movies. pretty bad.
3: This one, nothing actually moves.
2: It's just camera
1: pans and zoom-ins. Yeah, and it's not even great
3: paintings. You can see the paintbrush on it. And
2: even, then it goes through the whole Fantasia-esque evolution montage. Which you might wonder why we're doing that at this point when it's Land Before Time 3. But you gotta fill up those minutes. And it's just
1: reminding you how good it was in Land Before Time 1. Like, immediately you're just thrown with, like, worse versions of things that were done better. Uh, Sometimes even in the second movie were done better. Yeah. Um. Just w- right out it. Yeah.
2: I can't wait for these movies to stop directly endorsing evolution. When parents <laughs> start complaining about that. That's right.
1: Uh. The narrator comes back saying, maybe sixty quadrillion years ago there were dinosaurs. Well, six thousand. Six thousand. Six thousand. Uh, <laughs> Madeline. Thank Madeline. you very much. Um. The the narrator's like six million years ago. Uh. There were these creatures on the earth and uh, very enthusiastically says the mightiest of which was called the Dinosaur. Uh, they were called <laughs> a
3: dinosaur. dinosaur!
1: Like, we were, like, didn't know what to expect. Like, <laughs> we didn't know what we bought at the store. Like, yeah. <laughs> guys, I'm about to blow your minds about what you're going to see right now. I don't want to spoil it, but it's Dinosaur's! Uh beautiful. Um, we get another introduction of the kids Again, much worse than it was in the second one. And the second one, as we mentioned before, was basically a sitcom intro for all the so, characters. So this
2: one doesn't open with a musical number like the others did. This one, I, I think, only has three songs in the entire film.
3: They're, like, playing soccer with a rock, kind of, yeah. and the scale keeps changing. That's a big problem with this movie. One of the biggest problems is the animation just is bad. Like, it's very, the scale keeps changing. So uh, what's the flyer? The pterodactyl's name? Petrie. Petri? yeah he basically is the size of a bat the size of a bug the size of an eagle depending on the scene <laughs> yeah, like, de- never yeah, depending on the shot yeah yeah it's it's, it's always it's always constantly changing and every every single animal is that way but like he's by far the worst and and the rock in this very beginning is like that too the rock <laughs> is like sometimes the size of littlefoot's head sometimes he's able it's like do
1: you ever notice when grandpa and grandma's uh uh, neck goes across the screen. It totally doesn't work any time. Like the proportion uh. looks so fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. uh, whenever it, it stretches out, um, so they're playing with the rock because it's fucking primitive times. What the hell are you gonna do? Um, and then they get approached by uh, the bullies. Yeah, the most the bullies.
3: 90s-ass bullies so that you, ever existed.
1: It's you, it, it rock it's our rock Now they're like, cool, we'll just find another one. This is the fucking dinosaurs. And they you know, like, we'll Chris. Him. Chris yes, is yes. excited about
2: you, this. You pointed this, this yeah, out. It's was fascinating the, I, I, bit of I, trivia. DD, yeah. So the main, the main ringleader bully, uh, Hip, who is a, a hip in case you needed to know that. I uh, did. I
3: did not. Know. I thought he was a meat eater at first because of the way he's designed. He's designed very Yeah,
2: he's, he, he's honestly not designed designed like a Hypsilophodon really ought to look. He looks a lot well, more yeah, like Little a shark Littlefoot looks exactly like
1: a... <laughs> but, 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 you, but you know he he's is, a plant eater because he speaks a uh, person. He speaks right, dinosaurs he speaks while the other ones are language. horrifying monsters that don't and feel. The,
2: and the gag, you know, is that he's a Hypsilophodon which is one of the smallest dinosaurs so he's got this in, inferiority complex that makes him a villain. Well, that's it's why like, he's called Hip because he's, he's that... But the cool thing is he is voiced by the kid... From Jurassic Park. Not Tim. The kid that Dr. Grant traumatizes. Boxer. Yeah, the kid that Dr. Grant traumatizes at the beginning of the movie with the little speech about how raptors will disembowel you, that kid plays the lead villain in this in this dinosaur cartoon.
3: Yeah. And it, what's, what's crazy, too, is just they what Chris just talked about, the hip, um, hippo... Uh, Hypsilophodon. The, 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 it,
2: was it a hip, small hip, ornithopod. Hippocratic. But,
3: but, but here's the thing. They never actually bring this up. They never, because even when the dad shows up, the proportions are so fucked up that the the dad on. Yeah, there I, is
2: there is a line where they're like, you know, but your kind doesn't get very big at all, no, you know. That's about w- it. Yeah, when uh, that, we that grow cool. up will be bigger than you. But then the dad shows up later, and he's like way bigger than he should be.
3: Yeah, so it's like so it doesn't really get across. It almost seems like they're just saying shit to make him feel bad, like because if you don't know about dinosaurs, especially since he, like Chris said, like he's very badly designed. It's this whole Napoleon complex it doesn't. Actually, land because we don't know the context to make that work.
1: Yeah, and he, he's got he's got his crew um, of other um, uh, fucking hyenas. The dumb one and the that, other, one. <laughs> you know, that that follow him around uh, doing missions for
2: Scar and all. They that. they are a, a Notosaurus and a muttaburrasaurus respectively. No,
3: Stegosaurus. He's looking fucking Stegosaurus. He's not. A,
2: he doesn't look like a Stegosaurus. He's not a Stegosaurus. Yeah, he's he's a nodosaurus, which is a relative of the ankylosaurus. Ooh. Oh, the
3: one with the the, the little like the hammer
2: tails. Uh, Yes, only Notosaurs are the ones that don't have a club on the end of the tail. They just have the armor on the back. Oh, lame.
1: Uh, so yeah. Anyway, these guys yeah the so uh, inferiority complex. So yeah. Anyway,
3: these <laughs> yeah, yeah. <they> got, <laughs> Oh, oh actually, no. I take that back. This movie rules. They, they really did the research and did a really great job with like. <laughs>
1: uh. So. So. Anyway. Uh. These guys come out. and They're like, "Hello. Well, we will be your bullies for the movie. I hope that's okay. You can check our contracts, our cite uh, our references. We will be uh very feasible uh enemies for you. And uh, Sarah's like, ah, you guys are not scary. Fuck you. And like yeah, try to attack them. Sarah's never scared of them. The uh, entire Sarah, movie. Sarah is awesome. Sarah does not uh, Sarah, take any if, shit. If,
2: if Littlefoot would just let her, Sarah could kick their ass so easily. She would just she would just destroy them.
1: Um, but anyway, uh, while this nothing of a scene is happening between these bullies, suddenly you're
3: gonna be saying that a bunch. Nothing. Of a uh, scene no, there's happening. Nothing,
1: there's nothing of a scene of these bullies doing just jack all. Um. Uh. They're interrupted by meteors crashing down onto the planet. And roll credits. And roll credits. Unfortunately, it's
3: not that meteor.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: That would. They had multiple meteors. I remember speaking of the Denny's thing. I remember the meteor happens in seven. But there's twelve sequels. <laughs> well, there's so, no, there's
1: it's different meteor. I, I know. But, I guess uh, I was
3: I, I think the, I think it's like the thing like dinosaur because the, the the sitcom dinosaur, if you guys don't know, ends with the ice age.
2: Yes. Yeah, it ends with them causing the extinction via nuclear winter.
3: So you know, I think I think with these movies, it was always like this will be the meteor if we end the series, but they're always like we made enough. I made mean, just not. Cause we spent five dollars on the animation. We made we made a profit from the, the Denny's advertisement. Well, they'll,
2: they'll never end the Land Before Time with the meteor. Like you know, this is a this is a friendly kids. They're They'll show. never end Land Before Time period because they always want to
1: leave it open to a sequel in case there's money in it. This will never end. Actually, Chris, I have a question.
2: Um, yeah. Were there a lot of meteors uh, during dinosaur times? There would have been no more than there are today, landing on the Earth. It's just that because of the meteor that killed the dinosaurs, we associate the image of a meteor crashing into the Earth with dinosaurs. It's kind of the same reason volcanoes are always in these things, because we think of volcanoes as this primordial kind of a thing. Right,
1: right, that makes sense. Um, So anyway, these meteors happen, everybody freaks out and runs. The Canora Borealis. They create her, her borealis in a tropical scene. Uh, okay. very two cool. frames of
3: animation. It was literally just two paints. So basically it was like one painted, like an S, like another S, and literally was just like fading in and out. You and draw an
2: like, S, and then you draw a more different S. I,
3: I, I, As I was saying that, I'm like, somebody's going to fucking do uh, uh,
1: their Honestly, uh, listeners, um, there is so much sloppy animation in this movie. I saw scenes. Sarah has different colored head. There's a scene. Okay, so normally I don't like to nitpick movies and say like, oh, sometimes you just, you know, artists work hard and they get a color wrong. But she is like, has two different colors for like the entire scene. Entire movie. (laughs) Like not the entire movie, just this one long scene. And Every time we cut back to her, she still has like a pink head. Yeah, or like a no, like a pink body and a, and a yellow head. But through
3: the whole movie, she has like a her her head is a different color, like a different shade than her body. Yeah, it's,
1: and you can you can tell there are multiple cells. Uh, speaking of which, there are are a lot of times in this movie where you can like see the edge of the the cell mm-hmm. <laughs> shading, like just see like a fucking line like scrolling across. So yeah, uh, this this aurora borealis happens. Little Foot's like, whoa, that's amazing. And Can I see his, it? No.
3: And his, yeah, his grand,
1: <laughs> his grandpa is like, yes, the world is full of mysteries and wonders and adventures. Well, let's go to bed.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's, I was like, that's enough adventure for today. I, I literally, while we're watching, said, really? <laughs> we kicked a rock, and that was it. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Littlefoot's grandma is like, Why do you want to go exploring, Littlefoot, when all of
2: the places have
1: already been found?
2: So the next day, they notice that their, uh, their waterfall, their big giant waterfall that supplies all the water to the Great Valley, apparently, is no longer running. Yeah, because it got dammed up or something. It's got,
1: well, we don't know that yet. We just know that the water has mysteriously well, we, stopped. We can
3: assume that the, that the meteor has something to do with it, though. Sure. Yeah. As adults. As adults watching
1: this movie, yes, we could assume that. But the dinosaurs are just like, hey, what gives? We don't have uh, water
2: anymore. <laughs> We're stupid animals.
3: They start fighting over it. They start trying to ration it. And I, and I will say this is probably one of the few again plus points. I think that the premise of this movie is fine. I think mean the movie sucks. I think yeah, the execution's terrible. They're going
2: so. for the uh, the idea that you know, adults act like children in their own way. You know, the children are are bullying each other over petty things, and the adults are being racist and mistrustful uh, of each other and squabbling over water rationing. And the the point this movie's trying to make is that, you know, maybe the adults can learn something from the kids, and vice versa. It's well, also trouble in paradise too. Thing. So it's
3: not an ex- it's not so much an external. Um, you know, external problem. It's, it's not always like a sharp tooth or or a t- well. We'll get that get to there in this movie. But I mean, like
2: yeah, this is the first movie in the series with no sharp tooth, no no T Rex. Yeah, in this and,
3: and and it's also I think so. It's the idea of like trouble in paradise. Like you you've got to the Great Valley, but now what are the issues that you're going to be facing? Especially if you're not going theatrical uh, and you don't have the money for the spectacle. I think the 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 idea behind being like oh here's the problems they'll face. Amongst themselves, I think is actually a decent route to go.
2: Yeah, absolutely. The movie's
3: boring as fuck, and it doesn't do anything with it. But
1: I mean, I I would also say though, it is typical like after school special kind of stuff. Like, let's learn about racism. Let's learn about this. Like, I, I don't want to give the film too much.
3: Well, I mean, the more uh, trouble credit. in paradise aspect of it, rather than simply the racist aspect of it, which I think that was done very clumsily. Obviously,
1: um, I don't. I mean, even like the, the 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 trouble in paradise, like like the great valley is like perfect. But it's also kind of like perfect in a boring way, where like nobody really points out like how amazing their lives are,
2: and it doesn't really—it like doesn't really go very far with the racism in particular. Like, there's one scene where all the dinosaurs are kind of squabbling, you know, about uh, you know my herd would do things this way. But for most of the movie, it turns out that it's really just Sarah's dad is is a tyrannical asshole, and there are like and, five
3: other dinosaurs apparently. Yeah, and everybody
2: else <laughs> just kind of exists in relation to you know, the blowhardness of Sarah's dad and the way he has taken over the community.
1: Grandpa's like, Littlefoot, I'm going to have to... make uh passes for superiority during this new apocalypse that we live in i don't want you to see that as a child go and run off with your friends so Littlefoot goes runs off there's this great scene where he's like hey i want to tell you something and his friends are like nah we don't want to listen to that uh they're like we're playing hide and seek and he's like all right fine little foot will tell you and he starts talking and spike just leaves which i mean to be fair like little foot does make a lot of speeches so i kind of get where he's coming from spike's like oh my god yeah another friendship speech I'm gonna lose my mind I'm
3: gonna go I'm gonna go smoke a bliff
1: fuck uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go just eat some tree stars over <laughs> here guys I'm, well the I tree can...
3: stars kind of look like weed leaves so maybe well Dam-
1: Well, actually Damien this is perfect because I want to ask your this is something I wonder about on the show because they're always talking about being hungry and everything, <laughs>
2: but is it like every, self
3: fulfilling, where it's like they, they get hungry because they eat the weed leaf, and they but they eat the weed leaf to eat, and so it's like a cycle.
1: I wasn't even thinking about that. That's a, that's also an amazing yeah. idea. But it's all they're always like, oh, I'm hungry. There's no food, but they live in food. Everything is green around them.
3: But for some well, reason, I, to be fair, I think in the third movie they they try to make a point, making all the trees look. Like dead,
1: that is true. This one does a better job in the second movie. They do this when there is literally just leaves and things everywhere. But for some reason, they do like point out tree stars, and we've talked about this multiple times. But I just predict that tree stars are just like addicting, like tobacco or something like that, <laughs> and they just have to have that specific plan. And there's yeah. something about it that just uh, is. Like catnip. My, my,
3: my assumption was just that it was like the primo it was like the filet young of leaves. Yeah, I I, I think that a, I think mean, that's what it, It's like I could eat a strawberry if I wanted to be a fucking peasant. But these guys Sarah. are like.
1: But these dinosaurs are like, di- like
3: don't debase yourself on that bush. But these
1: dinosaurs are like starving, and they're still like, I no, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna eat this grass. I'm gonna eat this this tree star. okay And we we talked so much about these fucking tree stars. We can't that's dedicate all of our podcast to these tree stars
3: I think you gonna uh, ask every <laughs> guest like what do you think about the tree stars I will I'm so I'm
1: never gonna I'm never you're gonna, gonna let stop it go? yeah. I'm never gonna give it up or let it down oh, okay so they so this is when the bullies come out like hey we're the bullies and they sing their song hey guys he's got like friends one of them's like uh, he kinda just says hey that's right boss another one's like stupid cause they're always just to be like the dumb one that can't talk yeah. for whatever reason um so they sing their bully song like oh which is terrible horrible song
0: big you can push all the little
3: ones around they're looking up while you are looking
1: down but what's amazing about this moment is at the end of their song about how they're better than them uh sarah goes um, hey you know like when we're older we're going to be like a lot bigger than you <laughs> like just not phased at all by yeah. their by their scary song like little foot's like yeah like in a few years like we'll just stomp on you like you have <laughs> no power there's another scene where they're playing in the water and the the bullies just show like hey you guys are playing in our spot and they're like oh my god these assholes <laughs> yes, again. not care it's amazing <laughs> these bullies suck yeah, they're, they're so bad at being bullies well that's, like, that's not the one, intimidating at that's all that's the
2: one thing that kind of makes sense where it's like yeah they journeyed through the, the mysterious exactly. beyond they, they killed a sharp tooth. it's it's so funny
3: is it <laughs> is it funny I, I think it's more tedious is how i would call I, it i <laughs> i tedious think. and boring is the words i would use
1: and this is where all the the adult dinosaurs start to argue yeah, about like what stuff, to do. Yeah. They start to be racist towards each other. Sarah's so like, I've seen uh, long necks. Uh, drink a lot of water. Yeah, long That's
3: our word. And
1: yeah, and uh, and this and this other guy's like, no, I drink water the best. And everyone's like arguing, like who the best yeah, there, there's water a big, person like, is.
2: There's a big like don't waste water kind of angle to it because it's the '90s, so it's it you know it's very much like there was literally a line where someone's like, you took a really long unnecessary bath the other day. You take
0: long baths even if you're the least bit dirty. I've seen your kind waste too,
3: splashing water needlessly for shame. It's yeah. amazing
1: because they're all arguing. Like I water the best of all of you. Like okay, <laughs> they're all just trying to say I'm the best waterer dinosaur. And they argue a lot. And then uh, Sarah's uh, dad is like, uh, No, I'm gonna do what I want. Everybody just well, like, screw up. Well, Sarah's off. dad well, so,
3: so, is, is more like taking controls. I don't. I don't think they ever imply that he breaks his own rules. No, but... he
2: just he just takes control of the entire community. And, like, appoints himself in charge of rationing out the water.
1: There's this, this, this scene of um, Littlefoot and his grandma and grandpa trying to just get water off leaves and eat leaves. That feels like it goes on for two hours.
3: <laughs> it, it's... <laughs> The most this whole movie pad- feels like it's seven hours. It's the hours. most padding
1: thing. Like, I remember just, like, looking at my watch, like, they are still just eating leaves and talking about it. Like, just not, <laughs> it's amazing just how long well, this think, the is sequence this, is. This is
3: a scene where Littlefoot eats the brown leaf? And yeah. And is like, oh, this tastes like shit? Yeah.
1: Finally, um, uh, Littlefoot's like, I'm, you know, I'm still thirsty. And Grandpa says, well, it's not our turn to drink water, but... Um, you know, since you're a kid, fuck it, why I mean, not? That's they
3: got. Whole th- you're, you brought it up thing, during yeah, the shit, yeah. Exactly. Yet. Well, this is what I was
1: about to say, Damien, is that like you literally mind.
2: just said that? So, littlefoot, the littlefoot's grandparents take him to drink water anyway. Sarah's dad gets up in arms the about rules, it. rules, by the way. Yeah, and then he sings a song uh, about being tough and and what you got to do to survive.
3: And the Rio speedwagon like background noise comes in, or, or, or like. <laughs> Uh, yeah,
2: ja- yeah, Jackson Brown comes
1: flying down on a pterodactyl and starts uh, rocking out.
0: Well, life is tough. You gotta be tougher if you wanna stay alive.
3: It's the worst, like, 80s, like, like it's like a 70s rock band that basically fumbled into the 80s. That's basically what the sound
1: is. Like. I'll be honest, if you put a gun to my head right now, I could not tell you a single lyric from that song. And I just watched the movie 10 minutes ago. <laughs> and
3: he, uh, but, but the whole thing is he, the, the actor is like a, a gruff voice and he doesn't sing. He literally is just like, I am tough. I I don't remember the lyrics either. But like the point is that it's all he does the entire song with this fucking like Bob Seeger shit in the background.
1: And it's amazing because like at the end of the song, just like it cuts the two dinosaurs that just like look at each other. And they just walk away. Like the movie. <laughs> I was
3: laughing for five the movie just takes
1: so much time to show these dinosaurs like, well, I guess the song's <laughs> right. there,
2: there's weird. a shot they they cut to a completely separate, fully animated shot that is just these two dinosaurs, two dinosaurs. walking away for like five <laughs> seconds into the jungle. But the funniest
3: part about it though is he ends the song right when he ends the song, immediately cuts those two guys and they stay there for 30 seconds. It's like literally 30 seconds They looking at each other. And then leaving. It's like
1: Honestly, I I mean, I thought the second movie had some egregious padding, but I was clearly wrong. <laughs> but it,
3: it literally looked like like um like it was a stage uh musical going on and the actor's like, Oh shit, we missed our cue. It's literally what it feels like.
1: So the, the, the anyway, that all happens. Uh the dinosaur the little the little kid dinosaurs decide that they're gonna go and find water there's a a long a long scene with spike <laughs> who i think they only bring out spike when they need to pad the movie because like every <laughs> scene because Spike doesn't really do anything else like in this series so they're like oh we need just to have five minutes disappear let's have spike eat something <laughs> or lick somebody in the face and we'll just do that for an hour um so that- yeah,
3: Spike so literally doesn't. Well, what's interesting about this movie too is that nobody, uh, Sarah and Littlefoot are the only two that have any sort of like character stuff in this movie. So I remember the first movie, every character had an arc, every character had something they had to do, and this movie, and even like the even shitty direct-to-video movies will have like give character stuff to do. This is like literally Littlefoot's leading the charge, Sarah's. Like, dealing with her father's stuff, and that's it. Nobody else has anything else to do.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, anyway, the, the dinosaurs are rationing food, they're rationing water, uh, going through quarantine procedure, uh, which I think is very, very nice. Very prescient, yeah. Very prescient. Um, yeah. Uh, yes, uh, Mr. Threehorn enacts uh, martial law, takes complete control of the valley, uh, starts implementing citizen justice, which I think
2: <laughs> is is
1: beautiful, uh, just literally just just t- patrolling the water by himself.
3: Make Great Valley Great again. Uh, uh,
1: Mr. Threehorn is, is one of those guys I saw at the early days of the quarantine, like standing in line in front of a gun store. Yeah. <laughs> like... Just and now he's just disappointed that he doesn't get to shoot anybody because no one became a zombie or whatever the fuck he thinks is gonna happen. Um. So,
3: <laughs> so that just bizarre stuff. I don't happens. want you hanging out that little foot.
1: So they go so the dinosaurs go off to the mysterious beyond and the bullies Again and the bullies (laughs) decide to just stalk them because they have nothing to do. Like they're just every every
2: one of these movies has to contrive an excuse for Littlefoot and his friends to go to the Great Beyond. And in this case it's we're gonna go look for what happened to the water.
1: Yeah.
3: Um yeah, again
2: the bullies for fought. three seconds. Yeah. By the way, like it literally is like they. Oh, yeah. they, 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 they like they, they travel once. Yeah, they set foot in the Great Valley
1: and they're like, ah, there it is. And they <laughs> say like, oh, I guess uh, uh, meteors must have done it, and which is a good observation by Littlefoot. <laughs> and then the fire starts, which was alluded to at the beginning, because this is an environmental message. The valley is getting
2: so dry that uh, it's uh, susceptible to fire. Oh, here
1: is that line. Grandma yeah. has a fun line about like remember your escape routes, which I think is pretty great. That they have like a whole fire uh procedure at the great valley. Um so the fire starts, it strikes down a tree, it's pretty great. Everyone starts freaking out. Mr. Threehorn um is like, "Uh well, we're going to go this way." And Grandpa's like, no, uh, you will die if you go that way. And Mr. Three Horn's like, you're not my dad. Uh, you Don't but, tell me how to raise my kids. But Sarah, if Sarah I wasn't am here, your
2: Dad. You have to come with me yeah, and die.
1: Uh, if, Sarah, if Sarah wasn't here, I would kick your ass, uh, all that <laughs> all that good stuff. Um, you don't know how many people I, I shot in Iraq. And, <laughs> Uh, so anyway, uh, Sarah, Sarah, and Mr. Threehorn just get totally owned by the fire. Just everywhere they go, just gets uh, completely destroyed. Uh, Grandpa has to save them. Mr. Threehorn's like, "Oh God, I totally messed that up. I'm sorry." They apologize. There's this kind of forgiving scene where Mr. Threehorn's like, "Oh, uh, we, you know, I'm sorry about all this." Little Foot says, "Hey, we found the water." The, the water's oh, yeah, out I forgot there.
3: about that, the whole reason why we're going this way.
1: They say, it's a mysterious beyond, and someone's like, we can't go there. It's, uh, there are sharp teeth. And Ducky says, oh, no, not sharp teeth. Their teeth are too sharp.
3: I do not like sharp teeth.
2: Oh, no, their teeth are too sharp. <laughs>
3: Someone got paid to
2: write that line. Which is amazing. Yeah. Uh, beautiful, beautiful. So the dinosaurs all begin arguing amongst themselves over what to do about the water uh, meanwhile the bullies Decide to do Exactly the sort of thing That Littlefoot and his friends always do mm-hmm. And uh, set off on their own To be heroes And get the water All for themselves No actually They, want,
3: they, they don't want to be heroes They want to just That's right they, have want,
2: they want to selfishly Have all the water
3: And then, uh, my, my favorite part Is that Littlefoot's like We should probably help them And Sarah's like Fuck no Why would we Which is a great point <laughs>
2: Sarah like, makes no,
3: Sarah, a Sarah girl boss hashtag
1: Sarah makes a sound argument Is yeah. all I'm gonna say
2: They have parents Just like ours Who what to do? They have feet and tails and horns and scales and noses too. They sing a
1: song about like, hey, uh, you know, they're basically babies, you know, like they're stupid. Uh, like us, we're all just babies. Let's help the baby dinosaurs. It's a very, very yeah. condescending song. Littlefoot sings a song
2: <laughs> that's supposed to be like, oh, the bully is just like you. You know, he probably has a, a a tragic, tortured backstory, and it's very sad. And you should forgive the bully for being mean to you, because it's just because his dad is mean.
3: And w- and what's weird about that song is, like, I remember thinking in my head, like, oh, this song is, is good because it's mediocre. Like the other songs are so terrible. The fact is, this, this song it's competent. I was yeah, like, it feels
2: like Littlefoot is the only character where they hired a, a different person to do the singing voice, or, the,
3: or or the actor who happened to be a good singer. One of the two. I doubt these. They, they yeah, spent more money. The, on the it.
1: song is kind of like that bland uh, R and B that you would hear at the end of like every children's movie of or, the nineties, or, or, or,
3: or every eighties like uh, um, romantic movie where it's like uh, the end of ghost. Or the end of fucking, like, uh, Dirty Dancing or something? I mean, something. honestly, a
1: lot of Don Bluth movies end with a song like this, so there's a connection. <laughs> uh, time
3: after time, so, love lift us where we... But yeah, so they
1: all go stuff. to the uh, Mysterious Beyond, um, uh, H.I.P., uh, the, the lead bully sinks into some tar pit and gets saved by
2: uh, Littlefoot and his friends. But he still doesn't uh, thank them. He's still he's, an asshole for the while. He still has more to
3: learn. Still 30 minutes of this fucking movie left. And um, and then when they uh,
1: get there, we see uh, that Hip's dad is uh, yelling at his son to uh, show how bad they are. And uh, Mr. Threehorn realizes, oh man, maybe I shouldn't yell obscenities and ethnic <laughs> slurs to my to my daughter and they have like a yeah, don't t- say long neck That's they, 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 they literally, have, literally have like a moment out of like this is us or some NBC drama where there's like two deadbeat dads are like trying to like console each other
0: yelling is no way to teach your child what is right or to show that you care how would you know I
3: know because because I have a daughter and I yell at her too much.
1: They're like, uh, I've realized through how bad you are, how bad I am, so let's all stop being c- crappy fathers. And I'm like, yeah, alright. And then the Velociraptors and, attack. Well, yeah, because the movie's like, we've ran out of conflict, so what do we do? <laughs> we yeah. need,
3: well, we need do a this, problem right now. <laughs> what's crazy is that they never alluded to the Velociraptors. There's not even, like, a scene where they're in the valley and, like, like, a, like one of those like C-shaped like, toes are on there. Just that that. And that well, feet, I think we see one.
2: some raptors at the, the beginning the montage.
3: Very, yeah, but that, that was also before they get to the Great well, Valley. Uh, it's, it's just like,
2: kind of assumed that there are all sorts of sharp teeth in the Great Valley. Sharp yeah. tooth being their catch-all term for all predatory yeah. dinosaurs. Yeah, that's
3: one thing you'll notice as the series
1: goes on, that like whenever they're in the mysterious beyond, there's just like a sharp tooth disappears. And sharp tooth is just a generic term for all predator dinosaurs. It's a little racist. It's it mean- yeah. a little
3: racist. Well, because they don't
1: talk. Until the fifth wine, because
3: they they can't, because they're not, they don't, they don't learn their language. That's their fault. That's their problem.
1: uh, so the, this raptor scene happens. Um, they start fighting,
3: and like I love the fact that Littlefoot and Sarah and all of them are like we going to kill these guys. Like literally, like just, there's like scenes like pushing rocks on them,
2: which is which and is really their go-to move for f- defeating sharp teeth. just is, to throw yeah. rocks at them. That's <laughs> basically all they, all they know is, how to do. That's the only way they can they can manipulate any kind of force as children. They're tiny. Like, all they can do is things. like drop rocks on these sharp teeth.
3: But I just like how like they're just, they're, we're gonna fucking shiv these fucking dinosaurs.
2: Well, in the first Land Before Time movie, that's exactly what they did. They murdered a T Rex in that first one. But you know these these toddler movies, it feels <laughs> it a little, little more it feels a little more edgy when they when they plot when they plot murder.
3: I guess that's true. Yeah,
1: they
2: break the dam, the water goes across, and it
1: floods the raptors because we can never show real death in these sequels.
3: Which I thought was semi. Uh, even though I I wouldn't put this in the plus column, but I think it's actually kind of a cop out. But I would say, like, as a children's, like, train writer, being like, how do we stop this... Because, con- like, the thing is, the way it's set up is that the adults are fighting these velociraptors, and it seems like, like no one's, like, getting an edge in-wise. Um, and uh, so it's like, okay, how are you going to solve this conflict without Grandpa literally fucking stomping a velociraptor, Raptor? Or how do you end it without a killing one of the adults? And they do that kind of thing where they merge two plots and it's like, oh, the water comes and that we well, are able to stop the velociraptor threat without actually... Causing any real like gritty, you know, land for Time One type stuff. Um And uh, no, I mean they they
1: hired you know real screenwriters to make this. Like as bad as it is, it's at least people that have you know like oh don't uh, kill the cat or whatever the fuck that book basically, is. Basically, yeah, save the cat. Don't yeah um, don't uh, don't strangle the rat. Yeah, that, that's what's yeah. called. Right. Um
3: and so but so. It was sort of like, okay, well, that's the movie's over, so I guess maybe, maybe, maybe I'm like conflating the movie being over with... like. Uh, well, in the, in,
2: during the final fight scene, the bullies get a redemption, because the, the little kids have to push a big rock off of a thing to attack raptors with, and they can't do it on their own, but they can with the help of the bullies, uh, who are big... And for the remainder of the movie, the bullies are very nice uh, to the kids because they've realized they're all in the same boat.
1: And again, like, because Littlefoot and his friends, like don't give a shit about the bullies like them being big doesn't really play any kind of part in this movie it's just something they say oh we're big and scary but like they, that doesn't help them or do anything yeah for it's any like, like it's,
3: that rock scene it's a complete to push a rock, it's a
1: completely yeah. like even the idea of the bullies being a threat is just pushed to the side like it doesn't it's
3: never a plot it doesn't it's never even to, a subplot really. it doesn't
1: lead to anything it's such a nothing of a plot
3: and uh, the, the only thing I will say about this ending though was really funny is that the the um, hip's dad who literally would be if he was a like, Human would be like the guy who's in like trailer park drinking, you know, 60, uh, drinking six packs and talking about the game. Yeah, like, have,
1: have you heard uh, the latest from uh, Rock Anon?
3: You know? <laughs> rock
1: Anon. Yeah, because it's all rocks. Yeah. So. He
3: has <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some Flintstones logic. The, the Rock no, TV. I would say he's somebody who probably isn't political and just has shitty views. Mm-hmm. I think that's more of him. I think QAnon is like three horns. I think Three Horns the one that's like... <laughs> yeah, <Three Horn. laughs> Watching Rock News with... Uh, with ro- ro- Rock... <laughs> uh, yeah, do they? I don't think they had Fox. Rocks News would be ROX. Rocks, yeah. Um, rocks. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I got them. They're flying off the handle right now. But no, so I think he's more somebody who's just like... I just like walk, walking the game. I just like... You know, my meth. And like, going. The, I think that's more what... Hit. But anyways, this, this character, Hip's dad, becomes... Like one of the main characters. No, like, uh, I mean, I want to say main character. He's just but he's kind like the of one like, doing like all the fighting for a good five minutes of the movie. He, he's more yeah, like he's, the he's, he's, he's more
1: like the adult assigned to like lead the the kids out. Like this scene's very short. Let's not pretend.
3: It was just kind of weird that like they they put so much emphasis on him all of a sudden when they didn't introduce him at all earlier. Sure, sure. Well, he yeah. needs to be a little heroic because. Well, he's... I mean, it's surprising they didn't have him like yelling at Hip earlier in the film because like literally, it's like he's introduced. In the last 30 minutes. Yeah, it but, becomes... but if we did
1: that, then that would be a B-plot, and we can't have anything <laughs> happening <laughs> that's, in this, that's true. In that's this true. series. So I can't even foreshadow the fucking Velociraptors. I can't foreshadow that. So they fight the Velociraptors. Velociraptors get flooded. The, the day is saved. Uh, the dinosaurs learn socialism, which is pretty cool. They all decide to work together and share the food and the, the water. Yes, the
2: final scene is all of the dinosaurs sharing all the leaves with each other, uh, and... Uh, doing a little uh, narrated lecture about how this was remembered as the time of the great giving which is the title of the film
1: and they all have thanksgiving feast of their tree so basically
2: they they slaughter the indigenous dinosaurs that lived in that
3: area oh probably
1: yeah Yeah, nobody talks about the dinosaurs in the great valley before well they actually do but that's in the first movie that's better anyway (laughs) uh, that's basically it uh, for the movie yeah Um, it's I would say it's uh, worse than the first and second one um, by far. Yeah. The songs are horrible. I I already am forgetting the songs. And the second one had some fucking bangers, too. There were some <laughs> great songs in that one.
3: How many songs were there
2: in the second one?
1: Three. I think there's like three in all three, of them.
2: Yeah, there's like, yeah roughly. Um,
1: but now that we're done with that, it's time to introduce everyone's favorite segment, Dino Facts with Professor Truthosaurus.
2: No! Alright, uh, so our featured dinosaur uh, for this film on dino, the, dino d- Facts, d- The, the Hippotheminus? No.
1: The Hip-Hop-Otomus? Our, <laughs> our
2: featured dinosaur this time is Raptors, uh, also known as Dromaeosaurids. Um, So, you've probably heard by now that Velociraptor in real life was about the size of a turkey. You may have heard it from a YouTube video or a clickbait article or, you know, something. The top ten most disappointing things about dinosaurs, because people like to ruin other people's fun. (laughs) But, as a fan of raptors, I gotta stick up from and point out that the clickbait isn't giving you the whole story. You don't say! Yeah. Yes, Velociraptor was small, but it wasn't the only kind of raptor roaming the Cretaceous Earth. Raptors were an extremely diverse group. Some were smaller than the ones seen in Jurassic Park, others were significantly larger. Dakota Raptor and Utah Raptor, for example, would tower over a human. These things came in all sorts of shapes and sizes. The ones in Jurassic Park are actually based on a real raptor called Deinonychus, but Michael Crichton just switched the name because Velociraptor is much better and more pronounceable than Deinonychus.
3: And he's, and he's not wrong. Yeah. Velociraptor sounds fucking badass. That, that, that sounds, like an, it sounds like a metal
1: band. I think Dionysus would be a sweet raptor for sure.
2: <laughs> so Deinonychus was discovered uh, in 1964 by a paleontologist by the name of John Ostrom, And it's one of the most important dinosaur discoveries of all time. Uh, Deinonychus was this clearly very agile dinosaur. Not only did it have long legs for running and a slender build, but it had a reinforced tail. It had these extra bones in its tail uh, where muscles would attach to and create this tail that very clearly stuck out the back to counterbalance it and help with aerodynamic movement. So because of this dinosaur's obvious agility and uh, other aspects of its skeletal structure that were similar to birds, it kind of started a revolution in paleontology. We call it the dinosaur renaissance, where finally where finally, scientists started to think of dinosaurs not as these slow, sluggish, cold-blooded, lizard-like animals, but as these fast, agile, warm-blooded, uh, bird-like dinosaurs. And it, this was also the beginning of really taking seriously the notion that dinosaurs evolved into birds, um, which had been postulated as early as the 1860s by one of Darwin's contemporaries, but was kind of quickly shot down back then and not revived for over a hundred years. So Deinonychus is a very, very, very important dinosaur to science. Now, the raptors that we see in Jurassic Park, which are pretty much identical to the ones we see in this Land Before Time say, film, yeah. which is clearly based on the way they looked in the second Jurassic Park movie.
3: They're like brown with like, stripes.
2: Yeah. They're, they're still a bit inaccurate. They should have feathers. The posture's all wrong. And they probably weren't as intelligent as they are in the Jurassic Park movies. But I just had to explain all that so that you can rest assured in particular that your favorite dinosaur was more menacing than a turkey. Uh, i like to say some faxes, if, if I may. Oh, Professor uh, Rongadactyl. You're, you're going to confirm the, 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 the painting uh, thing. Just, like, you just see, I yes. like the
3: fact you just skipped it. Like, that's not a funny joke. I'm just going to pretend you didn't say that. <laughs> Which well, corrects my response. You're, you're, Let's keep I know this you're, in the podcast.
2: <laughs> I know you're not aware of how serious a segment Dino Facts is, <laughs> but we don't tolerate riffing during, <laughs> the, during the lecture.
3: <laughs> Especially bad riffing.
2: All right, Dr. Rongodactyl. Thank (laughs) you. That time
1: you said it right. I'm not Professor Rongodactyl. I am doctor. Uh, So, you know, actually, I I am going to agree with you this time uh, that dinosaurs uh, did indeed uh, have feathers. What I think is really interesting, though, is how we discovered that. Um, Because, as you said, many people just uh, for years believed that they looked more like lizards or like uh, dragons or something like that. But it wasn't until um, the... um, 1950s, with of course, as you well know, the discovery of Foghorn Leghorn, uh, who was living in the ground. When they unfroze him and he came out, they realized, oh, every single dinosaur just looks like Foghorn Leghorn. Um, this is where they discovered that dinosaurs also had a southern accent. But before that, it was it was mostly theorized that he had more of a high, can um, uh, that uh, Atlantic voice from like those old uh, transatlantic. 40, transatlantic voice, uh, like a fraser esque uh, kind of accent before that. Um, which is why a lot of people didn't like dinosaurs because they thought they were really snooty and uh, bourgeoisie, yeah. which was um, unfortunate because most of them were uh, very working class.
3: Yeah, they they, they 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 didn't have so much baroque art; it was much more simplistic, essentialist art.
1: Yeah, but of course now we understand that most. I want to run
3: this shit to the ground. <laughs> uh, of course, of, of course, um,
1: <laughs> of course. Now we understand that that most dinosaurs were just um, uh, p- uh, plucky uh, chickens, uh, backcountry lawyers. Uh, from a small town trying to stick up for the little man against the big government.
2: Uh, thank you very much that for that, that assessment. Doctor. You're welcome. Dr. Thank you again for
1: letting me uh, speak the truth.
2: I would like to uh, collect your entire published scientific works uh, because I'm in need of, uh, of firewood.
1: What, what's really cool is you also get a subscription to the Columbia Records Company along with my uh, readings and a
2: lot of zoo books as well. You get a lot of zoo <laughs> books. Frankly, with this toilet paper shortage we're all going through, I don't know why more people aren't collecting your published works.
1: Well, I, it's something to definitely read as you're on the bidet, and uh, I think it's, it's yeah, great, great uh, uh, bathroom reading material. Um, okay, so now that we are at the end of the podcast, uh, I'm going to ask Damien the question we ask all of our guests. Yeah. Damien, mm-hmm. what is your favorite dinosaur and why?
3: Oh man, my answer is so lame because it's so cliche. Um, well, I uh, two answers. My first answer is definitely Utah Raptor, because uh, was always that. Because I remember like when people were into dinosaurs, you know, um, even back in the mid '90s and stuff. It was like the di the Dinoconus Dinoconus the Dinoconus. People like, were kind of aware of that, especially if you were like a real like dinosaur nerd kid, like I I was, my cousin was, and stuff, and my uh, and me and my uh, my siblings were. And so it was like, no, Deinonychus is, is cool, but you know what's cooler than Dinonicus is the fucking Utah Raptor, which is like twelve feet tall. But also Velociraptor, basically the Irex from Jurassic World before Irex existed, even though it's probably inaccurate. Also, how tall are they, Utah Raptors?
2: Uh, Utah Raptors would have been about ten feet tall. They would not nearly be the size of the Irex. The Irex yeah, in Jurassic sure. World is based on a Gigantosaurus.
3: Yeah. And so, and so that was like you know my favorite as a kid. But also, I kind of like the headbanger guy just because like, I I I, and I don't know if you can't see me, but like, I'm a metalhead, so I do kind of like the guy who just like bashes into people. With the oh, skull. A, a
2: pachycephalosaurus. Yeah, they're
3: kind of cool just I just like how just like direct their attacks are. It's kind of cool. Yeah, um, the, the,
2: they're they're neat.
3: Yeah. So, but I would say Utah Raptor. It's it, it's such a boring answer, but it's, it's, I'm gonna be honest. They're the fucking coolest.
2: So. Well, the dromaeosaurids are popular for a reason. Yeah that's the end of our podcast uh, I want to
1: thank Damian Damaski for joining us today and glad to be here being an incredible guest uh, do you have anything you want to plug while you're here
3: um, yes I do actually so um, like I said I'm, I'm a film news editor on Arrow on the Head which is a subsidiary of Joe Blow um, the horror uh, subsidiary of Joe Blow and so I actually do a video series as well on YouTube and if you look up Joe Blow uh, horror uh, horror videos I do a series called Best Horror Movie You've Never Seen that I edit and narrate and Usually, write. Um, we've done episodes on like, cult horror movies that you people have not really seen before. So I did one on *Society* from 1989. I did one on uh, *Frailty* and *Near Dark*. Uh, just things like that. And I'm doing one right now on. Um, currently, I'm doing one on *Dead Calm*, which is like a. Um, so that's what I'm working on right now. Uh, I'm also working on a feature film that actually Madeline actually produced. I'm um, in post production on a feature film uh that also chris has helped out with uh a lot of things basically um we've, we've kind of collaboration and uh yeah and just you, you see my writings on um arrow in the head
1: yeah definitely follow uh damien on um all the socials if you haven't already to find more information about all of those projects uh because they are very good and we are excited to see the the feature once it's uh filmed yeah. well, once, <laughs> uh, not a film once it's uh, finished it was post-production and, yeah. and uh, all that stuff
3: I, I, I am excited to leave this uh, portal, though. I want to go back to. or out oh, this pocket dimension. Oh, I, are we stuck here? Or are we, oh, oh,
1: we didn't tell oh, you? Damien, I'm oh, so oh, I'm no. so sorry. Uh, well, you can go back, but you can never leave.
3: Oh. Oh, no.
1: Activating
0: the time portal. Ah! <sighs> <sighs> Thank God he's gone. Lost to time forever. Anyway,
1: if you enjoy this podcast, you can check us out on Facebook slash Lamb Before Timeland. You can tweet at us at LBTL Podcast. And if you really, really, really like the podcast, you can check us out on Patreon slash Land Before Timeland. If you donate $5 or more, you get access to our exclusive podcast. Uh, companion series where we talk about the land before time television show yes there was a cartoon show and it's very very bad I think you'll enjoy it
2: and now uh, for a bit of business Uh, we know you're all eagerly awaiting an update in our ongoing legal proceedings against uh, Jenny Nicholson as you know she uh, decided to spend her quarantine the same way as us by watching all the land before time movies and then releasing a video about it online which is uh, I believe, the legal definition of plagiarism.
1: Yeah, I also want to um, just make sure that Chris gets his wording uh, correctly. He She didn't decide to also watch the uh, Land Four Time series just like us. She stole our idea to watch the Land Four Time series we're, we're, during we're, quarantine.
2: We're in conversation with uh, the filmmakers behind Inception to see if she could have done that, actually.
1: Yeah, uh, Christopher Nolan uh, has not gotten back to us. He says he's too busy trying to uh, start the third wave of coronavirus. Yeah, by opening theaters theaters up too early.
2: So we know you're all acutely interested in the development of this case. We've been getting all sorts of emails, you know, asking uh, very insightful questions like, how is this a real case? You don't even have a lawyer. Every judge has thrown this out. And to that we say, you know, the legal process is uh, a very complicated uphill battle and we thank you for your support. Uh, dear fans.
1: Yeah, it means a lot to us that you would communicate with us like this and continue to um, give us positive
2: vibes, which is really what we need today in our downtrodden era. Absolutely. And uh, to that effect, we are happy to announce that uh, after our last lawyer um, had to leave the case due to unforeseen uh, medical circumstances, we have acquired a new lawyer. Isn't that right?
1: Yes, we have. Uh, we got this lawyer from um, a backwoods trailer park um, that was inside of a large shed uh, named.
0: Um, uh, I'll just let him introduce himself. Well, button my britches. My name is Averton Rutherfeather McGraw. I'm just a simple backcountry lawyer, happy to be here in this land before time land working on your case. Thank you, Mr. Rutherford. Now, You've told us that we can easily win this case. Absolutely. I would say your odds of winning this case is uh, rather like the odds of putting two hogs on top of other hogs upside the outhouse. My sentiments exactly. Now do you agree that this is a disgusting use of plagiarism? Absolutely. What she did to you is very much like plucking the turkey within the horse barn. Yes, and you are also an extremely good lawyer. I got my law degree back in 1932 by attending a class held underneath a windmill. I can law anything that's a law or even not a law. Well, that's really impressive. I don't know a lot of lawyers that can do that. I think you're hired,
1: and we want you to start on the case immediately. Well, oh,
0: thank you. Now, uh, do you have a shit house? I find myself getting the runs. Yes, we do have a restroom. It's uh, right over there to the right. Much obliged. Uh, wow, Chris, I think we're finally um, going to get some progress on this case.
2: Yeah, you know, it's uh, been 16 or 17 lawyers that haven't taken us seriously, so to hire one that... Oh, wow, that is one big chicken. Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, we forgot was in
0: there. Oh, man thought another dinosaur would have eaten our lawyer we didn't clean up the last one we should have shoot it away with a broom
1: yeah I forgot to spray my anti-dino stuff Uh, onto it you know I gotta go back to Home Depot all
0: right
2: let's let's go get some cleaning
0: supplies all right well I guess see you next time guys so long was made
1: for time and land.